to Second Podcast to the Right, your weekly trip into the world of Disney. My name's Ashley. And my name's Dan. We're excited to start this journey with you guys. Each week, we're going to discuss any upcoming Disney news and then pick a Disney movie to thoroughly overanalyze. But before we get into that, we thought we would let you guys get to know us a little bit better by giving you what we like to call our Disney IDs, also known as our favorite Disney things. So, Dan... Why don't you start? Who? What is your favorite Disney movie? Is, is it a Disney movie proper or is it one of the many IPs they've acquired over the years? Disney movie proper. Disney movie proper? Yeah. I'll go with Lilo and Stitch. However, like, is that because Nightmare Before Christmas is what you're thinking? I know. I'm thinking of a lot of things. Oh, okay. Well, I just want to make sure because I would count Nightmare Before Star Christmas. Star Wars and Marvel and everything yeah. else no. is in play. No, not those. And but... all the Fox movies now. Right, even Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers yeah. is technically a Disney movie. <laughs> right, but no, Disney proper. I just wanted to make sure in case Dan likes Kingdom Hearts is going to... The next Kingdom Hearts is going to be crazy, guys. It, it's not. They're not going to do. <laughs> they're not going to do. No. Um, I know you like Nightmare Before Christmas, and even though they technically did pick that up, they kind of always owned it, so it just counts. Um, okay, my favorite Disney movie is a Goofy movie. Classic. Just good all around. Mm-hmm. Uh, which brings us nicely into who our favorite character is, which, if you can't tell by my favorite movie, my favorite character is Goofy. Um, I also have a highly extensive Goofy collection, which is not as big as it could be because, you know, he's not as popular as the other ones, right? So it's harder to get Goofy merch. Um, what about you? Favorite character? It's Donald Duck. Oh, yeah. I knew that. <laughs> I didn't know why. I was like, what is it? Um, what about your favorite Disney song? And again, we're going to go with Disney proper, which uh, not that there are a lot of songs in Star Wars. Okay. What's your favorite song? You start. My favorite Disney song is Show Yourself from Frozen 2. Yes. That's a good one. It is. Um, I don't know. Well, you know what? I like the uh, Haunted Mansion ride song. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Does that count? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll let you count that. Um, what? What is it called? Ghosts? Shoot. Or, or the Pirates of the Caribbean ride song. First of all, that song is actually really good. And also, I, li- I have that like on one of my soundtrack mixes. And it, I like the Pirates ride song because it has like five parts to it. Oh. So it has like, dead men tell no tell. And then it has a whoosh, you know? That's not really a song. Then, yeah, but then it goes into like some instrumental. It's like all the parts of the ride. It's good. Okay. It ends with, you know, yo-ho, yo-ho. Obviously. Good. Grim Grinning Ghosts. Grim Grinning Ghosts. That's what the song you were talking about is. So both of those. That's fair. Okay. Okay. Well, that fits into our next um, question nicely. What is your favorite Disney Parks ride? Mm, it's that new Star Wars ride. <gasps> oh, Rise of the Resistance. Amazing. Oh, shoot. That's mine, too. There's there's just not a better ride. I mean, it's just like that exists. they took every the best parts of all the rides, all the other rides and technology that was developed in the past 10 years and put into a ride. It's so good. There you go. We nailed it, guys. Nailed it. You know that part where you're like not in the ride, but then you are in the ride? No, not everyone's done it. The Haunted Mansion. We did that. (laughs) We did other things. We did stuff you thought we were doing, but we trick you because we were like, oh, you think this is that, but it's not that. And like halfway through it, it goes from a trackless ride to like a track ride. Like it's just, it has all the stuff. I don't think it's ever a trackless. It's It's a tracked ride. No, I mean, but it goes into a place where it clicks in and then... Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, it's hard to, like, not spoil that, (laughs) but I don't want to. You can spoil a theme park ride. You can. I can't... I didn't know what to expect when we went. We just went in, um, uh, I guess, December last year, and we didn't go to on Rise of the Resistance rise of the resistance until the last day and i'm glad because we definitely would have paid the 20 dollars every day to ride it because it was just so good mm-hmm. i don't feel like i'd get sick of it makes that ride. star tours look like garbage it really Even though does i still like star tours yeah but apparently everyone hates it now because it's not in the star wars part of the park in it disney. isn't which is not weird. disneyland they should like move it i mean i don't know if you can just pick it up but yes <laughs> i mean i think you can we saw the making of the Star Tours ride, so it seems like you can move that. Mm, maybe. But we still went on the Star Tours ride like 10 times. Well, if you take that out of Futureland, though, yeah, what's going to be there? Um, you know, Auto, Autotopia. 
Oh, listen, that's good ride. <laughs> the greatest ride ever. Um, well, besides Rise of the Resistance, which is just the best ride, my second favorite, I'll give you, since Dan picked that one, is Splash Mountain, which, again, I I made no, my family not. ride. She's a liar. No, I love it, but I made my family ride in December, and I... Yeah, that was Everyone said it's too cold to ride the ride. She said no. And then we said, okay, you're in front. She's like, I'm so wet. <laughs> so wet. Why am I so wet? And I said, because that is how Splash Mountain works. I don't know why you're surprised by this. I was. I don't you know why. You almost tried to make me sit in the front. I was like, no, no, no. You're gonna, that's where you go, my friend. <laughs> I got so wet. Oh, well. Um, it was still fun. Still fun. I thought, you know why, though? I thought they were going to change it. And I thought that was the last time I was going going to be able to ride that ride classically before they change it into Prince of the Frog, but they reneged on that, so they're not doing that Cowards. Anymore. I know. We were ready for it. It took me a little convincing, but we had the whole map. We had it all planned out, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, we were like, you have to do the, are you ready? As you're, like, going up. Like, how good would that have been? It would have been They're going to change it to Princess and the Frog yeah. if you're confused by what Ashley is talking about. I thought about. I said that. Anyway. You did not say that. Okay. Well, yes. They're going to change it to Princess and the Frog, which is already halfway there. Yeah. They've already got, like, a... Louisiana a, Steamboat. A, paddle boat and everything in the end already so like you're is there a paddle there. boat in princess and the frog though i mean yeah like half it takes place on the paddle boat when they're going through the bayou and the gate is like i just want to play my trombone but I guess that's true i just always, I scare I all like, the people they're in the river but yeah i guess that's true and then right. he like tries to go it's, it's you could work it in there it's yeah, fine. yeah yeah it's weird it doesn't really work order wise but They'd make it You'd work. make it a big ending yeah. finale yeah, yeah. and everyone's playing, you know, jazz on the riverboat. And... It's true. It would have worked, but uh, people complain about it, which is a weird thing to complain about. I get it because I do like the classicalness of it, but also we don't love Song of the South and replacing it with the... I, mean, I don't know. They will never show it to me. I don't know why. <laughs> I've, I've seen it. <laughs> Either... Change the ride or put Song of the South on Disney Plus, you cowards. You've got to pick one. What, what do you mean, you cowards? They don't need to put that on because it's super racist. Well, then don't make a ride themed yeah, around it. It's one or the other. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a little bit about us. Well, let's move on to this week's news. Um, lots of news to cover this week, so I'm going to kind of give abbreviated versions of some of these things. Um, Disney Park news, Halloween. It's Halloween time. I don't know if you've noticed. They actually start super early. Actually, I did say, hey, they put all the Halloween stuff up and down. I was like, what? But September and October, it's only two months of the year. Mm-hmm. It's not too long. Things that are very cool about this year's uh, Halloween parties is in Disney World, in the Magic Kingdom, they have Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. And this year stars it's the good. one and only Powerline Max, which is just Max dressed Why? up as Powerline. It's very cool. It actually, it's before there's a parade called the Boo to You Parade. Okay. He's not in it. Okay. <laughs> but before the Boo to You parade, he goes down the whole... I watched this on like a, someone's live the other day. He just like goes down the parade route and they just play the power line music and him and a bunch of people dressed up in like 90s garb just okay. dance to, to eye to eye over and over again. Okay. It's, it's so great. I still... I appreciate it. I wish he was just always in the park, but you know, it's cool. Dare to dream. Dare to dream. Um, and the other fun character news is um, at Oogie Boogie Bash in California Adventure and on the Disney Cruise Lines, Minnie Daisy and dusting off Clarabelle Cow to bring the Sanderson sisters to life. Wait, what? Yeah, they're having Minnie Daisy and Clarabelle Cow dress up like why? the Sanderson. Because it's a hocus pocus year. But then... Why not just have people dressed up as the Sanderson sisters? I think they also have that. You're making it too complicated. I think they do both. Okay. But definitely Minnie Daisy and Claire Cow. They made a TikTok with them the other day. Is that coming out this year? It is. Oh. It comes out this okay. year. Okay. I've seen nothing about it. That doesn't bode well. <laughs> um, I mean, I've seen the trailer. You've seen the trailer. I saw like a teaser trailer where it's basically just like, oh, they've gotten old. Hey. <laughs> they were old the first time around. And I saw so. the background art for the page on Disney Plus and it's them on Dustbuster or what it Roombas oh, yeah. and Roombas. stuff, which yeah, I'm yeah. sort of on board for, but... I think we will probably get more information about it next weekend because this weekend, D23 weekend. So mm-hmm. both D23 weekend and Disney Plus Day. So Disney Plus Day is on Thursday. 
Okay. And then D23 is the rest of the weekend. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So first, all the things drop on Thursday. So for Disney Plus Day where they just encourage you to go to the movies and not watch Disney Plus again? I think that's this weekend again. I don't know. We'll have to check. Last year on Disney Plus Day, for some reason, for that whole weekend, they ended up doing an AMC thing where you could pay $5 and see a movie. But we were mad because there were four options. It, so it was a surprise movie. All that they would tell you was... One, that it could be a uh, Disney animated studios. Two is Disney Pixar. Three was Star Wars. And was four Marvel? Disney Classic and Disney something else. I can't remember. Yeah. But anyway, we picked a Disney, not Disney Pixar. We specifically did just Disney so we could get a Disney Classic. And they showed us Monsters, Inc. And we were so mad. Like, it's like, fine. It's Monsters, Inc. It's a good movie. We're but just like, are they showing this also for the Pixar? Yeah. It's like, we've got one real man. Like, also, I don't. It's, I mean, it's a weird thing anyway. It's like, why? It's like, we're going to show you a movie. We're not going to tell you what it is. It's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, okay. Uh, not really worth it. <laughs> I mean, did we get it free with AMC stuff? I don't know, mate. I think so. Yeah, so like we did it because it's like, oh, well, I don't know. we, we like bored. all Disney movies, we so it's fine. We were on a Saturday. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, I don't know if they're doing that this weekend. Um, we'll I just think later. it's a weird way. It's like our thing, our yeah. promotional <laughs> service to get you to not go into the movies, uh, and we celebrate that by telling you to go to the movies. And yeah, it's like, it's okay. Weird. It was a weird thing. I guess it's just the whole... Anyway, um, there are going to be a lot of releases on Thursday for Disney Plus Day. The new Cars TV show, Cars on the Road. What is that? Um, it's Mater and Lightning McQueen take a road trip. What's the appeal of Cars? Kids like Cars. I know they do. That's like, why they the keep show, making it. But just Cars in general. So when are we getting a Bugs Life too? That's all I know. It We've gotten great. five Cars movies. No Bugs Life too. Would be great, but no. Um, also coming out is a new Mickey's Mickey Mouse Funhouse, which is like a, just a new kids show, like Mickey Mouse okay. Clubhouse, but this time it's a Funhouse. Looks very similar. Don't know yeah. why. I feel like they've released that already. Several times. Yeah, no, they have. Um, Thor Love and Thunder Okay, is coming to Disney+. Plus. Pretty and, good movie. Yeah, it was very good. We liked it. Uh, Pinocchio, the live action with Tom Hanks. Not even my... The Pinocchio movie that I'm looking forward to the most this year. No. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. They tricked me. I got an email the other day that said, Obi-Wan Kenobi on Disney Plus Day. And I was like, what? They're like surprising us with like an extra episode or something? No, they're just doing a, uh, what's it called? The documentary uh, making up. They usually come out with that right after the series. So we should have known that mm-hmm. when that didn't like, come out they're season like, i was like that doesn't seem possible <laughs> no they're just just Owen mcgregor being like it's so much fun to come back which it was i loved it but i'm sad that there wasn't another one and then least exciting of all there's a couple there is a couple like national geographic things mm-hmm. coming out i don't really know about them the biggest letdown is that frozen and frozen 2 are coming out as sing-along editions which we just looked at what does that mean? Because Lion King and Lion King 2 came out. Mm-hmm. And all it does is they put the words on the screen, which like subtitles yeah. do that so too. <laughs> subtitles already exist, so I don't know exactly. Yeah, they what are. The point of that is. I, I'm back to yours. Cowards <laughs> put on the Disney sing along songs VHS versions. That's what I want on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. I'd put those on all the time and listen to not them. Not even like a fun. It's not like even like a bouncing ball or anything. It's yeah. literally just subtitles. Exactly. Which That's exists. why. I mean, it's not literally subtitles. It's weird because there are subtitles and then they have the sing along subtitles. So it's not <laughs> yeah. literally that, but it's basically that. It's just yeah. like yeah, we put some text at the. We put of the, the words to the songs on the screen, but it's like the kids who are singing it, they're already singing it. They already know the songs, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's what's coming out on Disney Plus Day. And then D- D23 this weekend, um, we're not going to the expo. Um, it's in Anaheim. And I guess we're just going to, next week, we'll have so much news because <laughs> everything will drop this weekend. People suspect that they'll be dropping, you know, um, the new Marvel movies coming out, the new, there's something going on with Spider-Man because the 60th anniversary of Spider-Man. So we'll report back next week on what we learn. And lastly, also on Disney Plus, She-Hulk has come out. Mm-hmm. We've been watching it. We like it so far. We'll do like a full recap once the season is over. But 
What do you, uh, what do the critics say about this, Dan? Uh, they say it's good. Yeah. People Except like the, it. The crazy people who are well, just giving it bad reviews because they, cause it's a woman. That, that it's a lady. Oh my goodness. They did the same thing to Kamala Khan, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Which is so sad. Ms. Barbara was also amazing. I'm liking She-Hulk. I think my favorite thing about She-Hulk. They're good so far, but that's, yeah. I mean, I feel like all these Disney Plus shows, they get great start and then they're just kind of like, meh, towards yeah. the end. I was but a little I, disappointed at the end of Ms. Marvel. It does seem like they're sticking to the, like, let's do law. And, the, and it's like, yes, that's what I want to see. I have other shows for people to punch stuff. If you're going to make a superior lawyer, let's do superior lawyer things. Yes. And they seem to be sticking to that so far. So I do like that, too. I really enjoy her breaking of the fourth wall. I think she's doing it really well. I was a little hesitant when she did it in the first episode. Even though she's one of the characters like Deadpool and Squirrel Girl, my favorite, who break the fourth wall in the comics all the time, uh, the way she's doing it is great. Like, literally, I'll be saying the thing out loud, and she'll, like, look at us and say what I just said out loud. And I was like, yeah, see? She knows, too. Like, I think in the first episode, this isn't very spoilery, she's just She-Hulk right away. And I'm like, they're not even going to tell us how she became She-Hulk? And she goes, I bet you're wondering how I became She-Hulk. And I was like, yeah, girl, I was thinking that, so... It's good. I think, I think it's, it's being... I think it's okay. I was worried. I was like, everyone breaks the fourth wall now, so what's the point? Right. But she at least... She does it, like, sparingly, so yeah. I think it's good. I think she does it well. Awesome. Okay. Well, now is the time where we overanalyze a movie. What is mm-hmm. this week's movie, Dan? It's a Muppet movie. The Muppet movie. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It came out in 1979. The classic Muppet movie. Yep. 1979. Um, I had not seen this until last night when we watched it. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Loved it. It's a great movie. It was movie. good. It, it holds up. I mean, none of the I references mean, do, but the it movie... It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> as a whole. You're like, I sure. bet that guy was famous for something when this movie came That's out. I don't movie. know who he is. <laughs> That was the whole movie. Um, yeah, so we're going to start going through it. We're literally just going to talk through um, the plot of the movie and talk about things as they come up. So it starts... I I forgot the that... were meta before it was cool. Yeah, I forgot that they were meta. Like, I forgot... That's their whole thing. Like, even The Muppet Show, which mm-hmm. is, you know, the, that was on before this movie came out, right? That's how they became famous is The Muppet Show. I mean, they. I, guess. I, don't I mean, know. they were on Sesame Street. Some of the characters, and they started the Muppet Variety Show. Mm-hmm. That show. Did you ever watch that as a kid? I must have watched a couple. As yeah, a kid, right. I don't know. They must have been on like late or something because I definitely remember watching some I of feel them. Like they're on. I don't know. Either. No, they're on like early. They're on like right when you got back from school, or I don't know. Or they were on like before you got home from school or something. So, like, I don't know. They're you right only in that saw area. When you were sick. So you're like, oh, it's a day off. I can watch the Muppets today. <laughs> well, and I forgot that most of that takes place like half of it takes place backstage. So they have always been very meta. Mm-hmm. Scooter's the manager, all of that. So when they started it that way, I was like, wait, they're they're about to watch their own movie? Uh, yes, yeah, so it starts so with meta. them going to a screening of the movie you're watching, maybe? <laughs> Which is just confusing, but good. Get to see the all of the characters. They introduce them all. Miss Piggy has her good voice. I like it when she sounded like that. She's very high-pitched and hard to hear, but still good. <laughs> Loved it. So when the actual oh you know what you know what was surprising to me and I don't know why mm. that Kermit's little like nephew or whatever Robin. his name's Bobbin Robin okay that's a little better is that like a play on something I don't think so I just okay, think it's just a nice name for okay. his I don't know it's Robin's nephew. Robin doesn't really do anything funny Robin's just a nice sweet little it's true frog. I didn't know he was in anything besides <laughs> besides Muppet Muppet Christmas, Christmas Carol. Carol I thought that was just a made up character for that I mean. I don't know what else he would be at, but I mean, no, right? that's the only thing I need. He just always like, hi, Uncle Kermit. He, he, I, he never does like any bits or anything. Yeah, he must have been in the Muppet Show sometimes, though, because they didn't like introduce him. They're just like, hi, I'm, I'm your nephew. We're watching this together. So they must have known him. But, you know. So anyway, the actual movie starts and it just straight up starts with Kermit in a swamp singing Rainbow Connection, which amazing song. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love that song already. Dan was mad. We, one of the reasons we watched this is because I've been singing this song for like a year. And like I sing it to the little girl I nanny to like put her to sleep every day. I love this song. I've only heard the Weezer version of it. That's how I know it. And Dan was like, you haven't watched that movie. Why are you singing it? I mean, you must have heard the whatever version they have on yeah, the yeah, yeah. commercials now. That's not the, that's not I think Rainbow it's the Connection. No. I don't know. Kermit sings I know another what you're talking song? about. What is it's it a different song. It's okay. a... 
Um, it's on the Verbo commercials, yeah, but it's true. not Rainbow Connection. Mm-hmm. But it does sound like Kermit. You're not wrong. Um, it's weird that it's not Kermit, if it is. <laughs> so yeah, so Rainbow Connection, amazing song. I love it. Um, we think, starting off, you cannot see the puppetry. Like, they do a good job. Like, where is that? They must have... He's on a log in the middle of unmoving water, so I don't know where exactly how they do it exactly. They must have just CG'd him on there. Like CG no, isn't the right CG word. Wasn't a thing I know CG is not the word, but whatever special effects they did back then, what, however they did them standing. Mm-hmm. Well, immediate famous person comes up. We assume is a famous person because we didn't know who he was. Uh, a Hollywood. In Hollywood the show, agent. he was a Hollywood agent, or not agent, like talent finder, right? But it was know. like, then find know. him. I guess, except he never helps them. Executive? Ever again. Yeah, yeah. He never sees him again. But... <laughs> he says, you should go to Hollywood, and then immediately. Because they want frogs. And immediately leaves. They want frogs in Hollywood. Yeah, so. there's a call for frogs, as, as there is. Of course. Um, which I was like, wait, this is an origin story of yeah. the Muppets? Yeah. I didn't really realize that. Is this how the Muppets really got started? Uncle yeah, Kermit? yeah, yeah. I guess he said that. But I think More it's funny that he's also saying he's like old because he was like, yeah, my tongue's going. That's the first thing that goes in a frog. I was like, so you're old? <laughs> like, you just start old? I guess so. Maybe. I don't know. So Kermit rides a bike. Also great. This is also where they start the running. Special effects. One of the somewhat dated jokes that I don't get, but oh, I don't Harry think Krishna? I got as a child, and I was just like, I don't know, that's just a bit. Yeah, it's like, yeah, they lost, talk you about find Harry Krishner. Yeah, then, lost, find Harry Krishner. They say that through the whole movie. We have a, no idea what it means. I think even the movie understands it's not a great joke, but they're just like, we're they just do gonna it keep like doing six it. times. I know, like, but I think must... that's the joke. It's like it's a bad joke that they're just gonna keep. I guess doing. Uh, we did not get that one, but yeah. So then he rides a bike into town, um, sees that they're building a frog legs store, which no, God, that got... fast food chain. Like that's real dark. So dark. Like that's I'm... his legs. Are frogs are frogs people in this universe, or they're just regular frogs? Are all frogs? I mean, sentient? he tries to kill him later to eat his legs. I mean, so... he kills him because he won't work for him. I know, but he says he's going to eat his legs. So it's like if you're not going to work for me, I'll just so eat he's... your legs. So I don't know. He seems he seems to be all... okay with a frog working for him. It's weird too because in this world they're all just animals. Yeah. Even though they're puppets, whereas like later on, I have seen the new Muppet movie and mm-hmm. they're Muppets. Like they're like Muppets are a species in the new canon, right? Like I don't know. Am I a Muppet or am I a man? There's a whole song about that. I mean, sure. So I'm just saying, I don't know. Back back then they were just animals, I guess. I don't know. Well, after he runs away from the frog people, well, he hasn't met any of them yet, but he doesn't get squished by their construction company. He goes into a cafe. Tons of cameos, we assume. They, like, you know, you can just tell it's a famous person, but we don't know them. The only person I recognized was the girl from Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. The lady from Princess Bride. She, whenever he says, that's a myth. And myth. she goes, myth? myth. <laughs> uh, yes? Like, I don't know. Yes. It's a miss joke. I don't know. Uh, but she's the lady who's married to Billy Crystal in Princess Bride. Don't know her name. Um, this is where we meet Fozzie Bear. Yep, Mel Sleezo Cafe. That's what it's called? Yes. Okay. Um, Fozzie Bear telling terrible jokes as usual. Mm-hmm. I always forget that this is like, they're the two best friends, Fozzie and Kermit. So okay. that's why he like is introduced first. Fozzie is not super memorable to me. What like, do you mean? I, I just don't think he's a great character. Okay. Like, love Gonzo, love Miss Piggy. I always forget about Fozzie. But he's like the second main one. Yeah. He's the number two yeah. Muppet. One of the other things this made me think of at this point, because he's meeting Fozzie Bear for the first time, right? Mm-hmm. So even though like nothing is canonical, I guess, in Muppets or everything is, it's very weird. But according to this movie, all the Muppet babies things must be just super non-canonical. Obviously. Right? <laughs> just like in your imagination. They have a new, there's like been three iterations of Muppet Skeeter? babies. Not Skeeter. Whatever the other like Skeeter. Skeeter. Scooter? No, the girl. This girl Skeeter. Or Scooter. The girl Scooter? Yeah. Uh, was she in the Muppet She's Babies? in the Muppet Babies oh. and then never never comes back. Never There's comes a back. whole uh, robot chicken sketch about it. How they like, <laughs> they like got rid of her and there's uh, 
do a spoof on that, and I know what you did last summer. It's like, I'm back, guys. I know what you did. <laughs> Got rid of me. Um, like, yeah, what happened to her? <laughs> so after that is when we meet... So they he goes to Hollywood with them because if they're looking for frogs, they're looking for bears. Obviously, obviously. makes total sense. Yeah, you need frogs, you need bears. They just go together. Yeah, of course. Um, so that's when they meet Doc Hoppins, right? Is that his name? Doc Hoppins and Doc the Hopper. weird and Max. Max is the side character. Hopper. Yeah, Hopper. Doc, yeah, same same difference. Um, <laughs> he's like, oh, you, I sell frog legs. You should be my spokesperson because me in a frog costume is stupid. And I'm just like, what, like, what in your brain is thinking like, yes, I would love to be the spokesperson for all of my friends and family that you literally kill and eat. That's dark. Yeah. Why does he think that he would do that ever? You should get a cow like Chick-fil-A does. Yeah. No, seriously. <laughs> eat more. Eat more frog legs. You should get a chicken. Eat more frog legs. That'd be perfect, honestly. And there are lots of chickens in this universe. Then That's where or Camilla just, can just go. just a charismatic human person. Yeah, just someone that's not you. Um, but yeah, that's how You're we like meet. Like a bear in a frog suit. <laughs> Doc, Doc Hopper and Max, the oh, sidekick. Then there's the next song, which, by the way, this soundtrack is much better than I Starts expected off it to be, right? Moving Right Along is the next song, road trip song. Top five in Disney road trip songs. There's a lot of road trip songs. I was like, oh, this is a great road trip song. I was like, oh, yeah, wait, Goofy Movie had one. Life is a Highway. It's not a Disney song. Life is a Highway. Yeah, but they use it in cars. That's, okay. <laughs> I think so. Um, and while not a driving one, um, what's the one in Brother Bear is really good too. No one's, kind of like a road. No one's seen Brother Bear. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Brother Bear is amazing. Actually, Brother how did, Bear 2. How did there get to be two Brother Bears? Yeah, Brother Bear 2 was better than I thought. I didn't watch it for a long time, but it stars like Patrick Dimsey and Were Mandy Moore. theatrically released Brother Bears? I don't think so. I think it was straight to DVD. Why do we all know so much about Brother Bear 2 and talk about it like, yes, that wasn't a straight to DVD sequel? I don't think people do. Okay. I'm the only... I didn't even watch it for years. I don't know. What do you know about Brother Bear 2? I just know that it exists. I don't know. Maybe it's not like we talk... I feel like it's been talked talked about about more than like, you know, like Cinderella 3 or something. It's like Brother Bear 2. That's because Cinderella 3 is a joke. (laughs) I hate Cinderella 3. I hate the... Anyway, don't get me started on Cinderella 3, guys. One day we'll talk about that one. That's... Okay, so back to moving right along. Um, Big Bird was in it. We recognized him. We were like, hey, Big Bird. (laughs) We got that one. I love that one. He said, I'm going to New York to try to break into public television. And I was like, that's silly. We're going to Hollywood. That's a good joke. Good joke. I liked it. Also, (laughs) so then they run into Doc Hopper and Max again at a billboard that already has Kermit's face on it. So. That was fast. See, come on. You can have your face on the Also, what they do, fly ahead of them? Like, how do they I get ahead know. of them? They, somehow there's only one highway in all of the <laughs> United States. Well, this is where we find the church, and we that's where we run into the band, Electric Mayhem. I always forget that's what they're called. Electric Mayhem. Yeah, Dr. Teeth in the Electric Mayhem. Oh, sorry. Dr. Teeth in the Electric Mayhem. Okay, wait. Can you remember all their names, though? What's the girl's name? Uh, I've forgotten it. I can't so remember. So I remember Animal? Zoot. Zoot. Uh, oh, gosh. I don't remember the girl at all. And I don't remember the bass player. Sorry, bass player and girl. Um, and Scooter, the manager. Yeah. And I was like, did they just put him there because, like, he's just always, like, a manager slash producer and, like, no one else needs that in this movie? Like, unless they're going to make him in charge in Hollywood, there's nowhere really to put Scooter. Kermit and Fozzie pass out because they're tired. Oh, th- you know what? This intro, this this is the intro to the screenplay joke, which I was thought was really stupid. <laughs> I was like, oh, just give them the screenplay to read. I don't want to. I don't want to tell them everything. And so they like read the screenplay. And they're like, okay, which we're all caught they up. They still just basically read through the plot of the movie anyway. Which is yeah, I, mean, I know they do like all of it. And I was like, why? So yeah. So then we get another song. Um, can you picture that? Which is a nonsense song while they do a montage of painting the car, which is supposed to be a disguise. Well, look, I mean, so the song is like, it's fine. Can you picture that? It's Electric Ma'am. It's fun. It's fun. fun. It's a fun. It's a fun nonsense fun little jam. spot. But their whole thing is like, oh, let's help them out by, ca- by you know, camouflaging their car. And then like they immediately run into them and they're like, all I see is a bear <laughs> yeah. and a frog in a rainbow cup. It's like, oh my gosh, so that didn't help anything. Um, like, How did they recognize this, Fozzie? <laughs> well, then they literally run into Gonzo, 
and Camilla. I don't like Camilla. I think she's lame. It's just a weird joke it to keep weird. going forever that Gonzo was like married to a chicken. Why? It is a little weird. Why? I don't know. I don't like it. And also, he's she married doesn't to multiple talk. chickens, isn't he? No, is he's not married to. No, he does not. He has a harem of chickens. I mean, I'm pretty sure he has more than one at certain points. No, I think he... those are maybe her like sisters or something. Okay. I don't know. You're not wrong. I remember like a bunch of chickens, but I don't think he's married to all of them. Okay. I'm not sure he's married to this one. He definitely marries Camilla at some point. If if not yet, he does marry her. All right. I'm pretty sure. Or maybe they just talk about it a lot. Maybe. They act like a He's in love with the chicken and it's okay. Even though she can't talk, she doesn't seem to be anthropomorphite. Anthropomorphite. She can talk like Beaker talks. I guess so. I guess she does talk. You can tell what her... He can what say. What she's thinking. He understands her. He always yeah. talks to her. So whatever. Um, they go to a used car garage because they crashed their cars and got them stuck. Which again, they're like, oh, we'll get a new car and then they won't know. They can still see in the car. <laughs> I'm just, I know it's a little bit later, but it's like, I mean, none of it's their still them. They <laughs> yeah. always find them. Uh, but anyway, at the used car garage, besides the probably famous person who sells them a car that we don't recognize, um, we find Sweetums. Yeah. I like Sweetums. Sweetums is fun. I was scared of him as a child, like a lot. Understandably. Like, really afraid it's of terrifying. him. Terrifying. <laughs> Real afraid of him as a child, but I love him as an adult. He's very cute. He's just such a sweet big man who just wants to be friends with everyone. Yep. And they say, Do you want to come with us? And then Sweetums runs off. Yeah. Oh, as soon as they do that, I was like, Oh no, he's going to pack his bags and they think he's he doesn't want to come. Oh, that made me sad. And then they drive away. They said, okay, I guess Sweetums didn't want to... Well, they don't know that... No, they never say the name Sweetums. No, they that did is not. I was listening for it, too, and they never say his name Sweetums. But that is... Are we sure his name's Sweetums? I'm pretty sure. I just went with you, so if his name's not Sweetums, it's on Dan. Um, but then they drive away, and they can clearly see him in the rearview mirror they're when they're looking. driving away. No one's paying attention. <laughs> Fozzie does not check his rearview mirror. And that becomes a running gag throughout the movie. Oh, yeah, but Sweetums he's is always, them. like, oh. wherever they just were, it's like, I'm gonna catch him. Yeah. I want to go to Hollywood. Mm, that's what, well, he gets there. Um, okay, then they go to a fair, and the first person I actually knew the cameo of was Elliot Gould, better known to me and probably my whole generation as uh, Jack Geller, Monica and Ross's dad on Friends. I was like, oh, he's so young. He's like super young in it, Elliot Gould. He's also in, you know, the Oceans movies and... I'm sure he was in lots of things back then. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> he's... No, this is where he broke out. <laughs> Probably. You never movie. know. He's so young. Um, and then there was also Vanchiloquist, which I'm just mad about because I hate them. Okay. I hate Vanchiloquist. I mean, you know, that's dummies. basically what this whole movie is. Okay, that's different. <laughs> the creepy okay. puppets are the ones I don't like. Muppets are fine. Okay. Fun, happy Muppets are great. Mm. Puppets that like look like humans, not into them. Okay. Hate it with the little jaws that like go, oh no, mm, don't right. like that. Then we, oh, at the fair is where they run into Miss Piggy. Mm-hmm. I love Miss Piggy. She just won a beauty contest for humans, apparently. Yeah. And that's normal, okay? They all seem fine with it. Um, and then either Miss Piggy only falls in love with Kermit. Does Kermit also fall in love with Miss Piggy? It's unclear. I can never tell. He seems like he is at first, and then as soon as she starts hitting on him, he's like, "Oh no!" I I mean, I didn't want to do. It's like, you want to come with us? And he's like, "I mean, not to Hollywood, just for ice cream." You're getting. She's like, "Nope, coming with you to Hollywood." Also, this is where the soundtrack starts to to dip. Oh, I forgot that she sings. She sings um never before a song where someone was like no i wanted you to write a brief love song for miss piggy and kermit it's like oh that's not i wrote like a legit deep love song that you could put in like a real movie and it's like i mean that's it's not really a banger the only reason it works is because it's a song you you skip on the soundtrack you're like skip (laughs) yeah the song only is kind of okay because you can't really understand it and that makes it kind of funny with her weird voice back then accompanied by just a whole bunch of deeply romantic love scenes between her and Kermit straight from like a romance novel which is I don't just the whole thing I'm like who is this for yeah someone got real into this I'm like I need to explain the love story of Kermit and Miss Piggy on a deep emotional level and it was like it's like will there be gags or jokes no No. I'm playing all of this straight and it's like okay (laughs) it's definitely a part where I I zoned out too so not great don't know who that's for 
Um, okay, well, then they go get ice cream and someone that I didn't recognize but knew I should have recognized. And so I literally called my mom to tell me who it was. 80% of this movie. Yeah, but this one I felt like we should know who it was. And it was Bob Hope. So I feel like Bob Hope is one of those people we should have recognized because he's like amazing. I don't mm-hmm. know. So Bob Hope was there. He was cool. Gonzo get some balloons. To impress his lady, Camilla. Ugh, gross. I hate Camilla. So Miss Piggy just kind of, they have to chase him down and Miss Piggy just invites herself along. He too many along. balloons and he gets, yeah. floats up into the air. a pound. So I did like this weird gag where they ran into the pie billboard, billboard and the pie <laughs> shot at the people chasing them. I was the like. The pie on the billboard is the real pie. Yeah, obviously. obviously. As soon as I saw the billboard, I was like, mm, I see where this is going and I approve. I approve of it. Yeah, so then they decide to stop for a romantic date night because they just need more of Miss Piggy and Kermit, even though I don't understand their relationship at all. Mm-hmm. They're very, I mean, I guess the whole thing is that Miss Piggy is super selfish and like, like that's a running joke all the time. That's why they like get divorced in the weird The Office version of the Muppets. I don't know. I mean... And Kermit, like, likes her, but, like, he's a classic guy. He just likes to chase, but then it gets her, and he's like, I don't know, I don't want this anymore. Maybe. I mean, she, and she's just a lot. She's, she's a lot. A little, she's a little abusive. She is. She's a, it's a pretty toxic relationship, if we're honest. I don't know, but then she's sad when she leaves, so it's like this weird... I'm telling you, I think it's a chase thing. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, well, now I have her. I don't want her anymore. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so weird. It's uh-huh. just a weird relationship. And then Miss Piggy is always like, oh, I love you until something... If something's better for me, I'm going to go do the better thing for me, which is what happens here, too. Right? She leaves for... Um, well, we're skipping. So they have a romantic date night with oh, she gets the one celebrity first. cameo we all know. Steve Martin Yay. in short shorts for <laughs> yeah. some reason. I don't know why he's in short shorts. Like super short shorts. I don't like, know if that's like the letterbox made it more apparent. He's like, you can't see my short shorts, right? And it's like, we just landed the screen or what? But I, for some reason he's in short shorts. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Because he's wearing a full like jacket. Yeah. he's in a, I don't know. Did waiters wear short shorts in the 70s? Maybe. Um, also, he has very hairy legs. So He does. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, but that's true. Was Steve Martin like angry in I guess he was known for being a little angry. I, I like the first thing I saw him in is like Father the Bride, which he was mm-hmm. pretty old in. So I don't really know lots of his earlier stuff, but he was very angry in this. Yep, um, he's an angry waiter. And then is this? Oh yeah, she does get kidnapped in this one. She doesn't she get, just leave. Wait, what happens? Yeah, I that's what I'm saying. Now. No, she leaves after. After all of it. Okay, so she gets kidnapped. So she gets a phone call. So they both get kidnapped. Well, she gets a phone... Hold on. First, she gets a phone call. Uh Uh-huh. And just is gone. Oh, okay. That's when he runs into Rolf, the dog, playing piano. Mm -hmm. And the next song, I Hope Something Better Comes Along, which is kind of like, why do we even like girls at all? We do like them. Romance is fine, but maybe other things... I don't know. It was weird. Mm -hmm. It's as weird as their relationship, so... But, yeah, because he's like, yeah, I think I like her. Do I like her? And this song is weird, right? Mm-hmm. I hope something better comes along. That's a terrible message. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to figure out if you like this girl? But anyway, he gets a call and turns out the first call was a ruse to kidnap Miss Piggy. And now Kermit needs to go help save Miss Piggy. So he goes to meet with the kidnappers and they all have... It's Doc Hopper again. <laughs> well, obviously. And he has so they have so many guns and they're going to electrocute him so that he doesn't remember who he is anymore so that he'll be their spokesperson. Yes. He'll with be a Nazi blank scientist. Which is does. Mel Brooks, which I did recognize Mel Brooks. So I felt good about that one. Yeah. Geez, electric chair. They're really like... This is definitely from the 70s. Oh, this is very progressive, I thought. The fact that Miss Piggy saves them. Miss Piggy is like, you don't hurt Kermit. And she just like kicks everyone's butts. I mean, that's another thing that just Miss Piggy does. I know Miss Piggy does it all the time, but it's the 70s. The fact mm-hmm. that Miss Piggy is always rescuing Kermit. Um, but yeah, she saves the day. She kicks them all. Mel Brooks gets stuck in his machine. Although not really. That wasn't Turns well done. Turns into a frog? Yeah, he thinks he's... Uh, that doesn't make sense either. But also the thing, he acts like the thing hit him. But the hell, the little hat didn't even touch him, so... I don't know why he got electrocuted. Yeah. I mean, if the hat doesn't touch you, you can't be turned into a frog by the frog electrocution machine. Everyone knows that. But like, what even electrocuted him? He I wasn't touching anything. I That's what know. I'm saying. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying it wasn't well done. She rescues him and then gets an actual phone call from an agent and is like, uh, gotta go by and just leaves. Yes. And he was like, what, what is my life? And I get that. Comes Kermit. back in the next scene. No, there's two more. Oh, there's two more? Yeah, we got a whole song before she, she's back. Oh, oh, I know what happens next. So she leaves 
Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, this stinks. And then there's an intermission. Yeah. The Swedish fi- the Swedish free. chef who hasn't been in the movie and doesn't have an, a role in the movie, he's mm-hmm. running the projector. Yeah. Um, and it breaks and he has to fix it and literally <laughs> like... <laughs> Dan loves the Swedish I chef. Love, I love the Swedish chef. Yeah. Uh, it's the flame is okie-dokie. No, I don't like the Swedish chef. Yeah, he's fine. He's I don't fine. like him as much as you do. But Best part of that new Muppet show that I guess they canceled because they they're making a new it. Muppet show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen, there's so many Muppet things. Um, okay, uh, back to the road trip. Movies fix pretty immediately. They sing, oh, Fozzie's just singing America the Beautiful for some reason as they drive across America, sure. as you do. Back over to Doc Hopper. Hopper? Yeah. He has to get a frog killing specialist in because sure. his people suck at shooting a frog. They um, suck at shooting anything. He just needs a person who can shoot a gun straight. But she, I don't know he why shoots he... little, like, pitchforks. <laughs> like, I don't know why that's... I think that actually is a specific thing to kill frogs, though. Why would that be a specific thing? That would kill anything. No, I know, but they're, like, tiny ones because frogs are tiny. For some reason, I'm I'm remembering, like, a documentary or something where they use those. Because sure. people really do eat frog legs. Right. So I'm just saying. You st- catch them. You're testing that... They shoot little tridents at them. And no, I think them? they use little tridents <laughs> to get them in the water. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. Um, well, anyway, while they're driving, they run into Miss Piggy on the side of the road because, yeah. I'm back we now. We have no idea. Again, why. there's only one road between weird, Florida and California. It's a whole. It's a weird thing, right? Like none of this makes sense. Why is she? I don't know there? why she leaves and then immediately comes back. Yeah, it's a weird, weird plot device. Um, so they keep driving. Like, I'm mad at you, Miss Piggy, because yeah. you left. And he's like, "Well, I'm back now." <laughs> And he's like, I don't care. It's weird. Um, well, the car breaks down, stuck in the desert, which I think means they're in Nevada because they're close enough to California to almost be there. So sure, I think they're stuck in the Nevada desert. I'm from Nevada. That's why mm-hmm. I say that. They sing. Oh, yeah. So they're all stuck in the desert. They're stuck there. It gets to be night. They're making a campground. And then Gonzo has this ballad about how he just, yeah. I'm going back there someday, which I think is the beginning of Gonzo as an alien lore? Maybe. Right? It's not not there. Because that's what he keeps saying. And I, I was like, maybe he's just talking about flying because this isn't one of his things that he likes to be shot out of things and it's fly. There. It's there if you want to go it. I don't know if... Is, is the fact... Is the Muppet no, he's in straight space up, canon? Yeah, he straight up says that like he wants to be in space, though. Like He's like, we'll be in space. Mm-hmm. We'll float around in space. It's and... a nice little song. It's a little weird. I guess. I don't know why it's, it's not It's not like a jammer or anything. Where you're like, oh. Better than Miss Piggy's song and yes. better than Ralph's song. But again, but it's like, barely. this is for the Muppet movie, right? It's like, yeah. Like, okay. I'm just... <laughs> Okay. I, they're supposed to be fun and silly songs. Like, One of them's an no, alien, right? No. I, I guess My so. heartfelt ballad is going in this movie. Okay. Um, well, after that, Kermit just goes off by himself and has a mental breakdown where he mm-hmm. begins to talk to himself and then hallucinate himself. Yeah. Having a couple of eyes with one himself. Does. What? Does bits with himself. He does bits with himself, <laughs> yep. Um, a little bit like a turkey. One of the things, I will say it's funny because he says, um, it's like, oh, if I wouldn't have done this, well, you would have been sad and alone in the swamp. It's like, yeah, but then I would have been the only one sad instead of making other people sad. But I was like, but you'd also be alone versus like together and you guys are happy together, you know? Mm-hmm. Made some friends. It was nice. Sometimes bad things happen with your friends, but if you have your friends, it's better. Yep. He doesn't really get that part. He's just like, yeah, we're going to try. I don't um, know. And then he it's hears... also the weird thing where he's like, no, I want to become rich and famous, but it's to make millions of people happy. I want to I keep saying that. Not the rich and famous I, part. The yeah. rich and famous mm-hmm. is just a means to an end, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he goes back to, you know, be like, yeah, friends. And he's like, oh, more friends are there. And this is my favorite part of the whole movie is, <laughs> I know this is stupid, but... <laughs> The band's back, and Kirby goes, how'd you know where we were? And they go, we read the screenplay. And I was like, says, I hated that joke. It says we come joke. pick you up at this point. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I was like, I hated that joke the first time around, and this really did a good job bringing it back. I was like, they brought the screenplay back, and that's amazing. I love that. That was that really paid off. That was a joke that paid Very off meta. in the end. Great. I loved it. <laughs> Oh, that was good. Okay, so then a motorcycle cop comes back. I think this is funny. We're so used to, like, the famous cameos. I'm like, who's this famous cameo going to be? And it was just Max. <laughs> it was like, guys, guys, they're trying to kill you. I don't, I'm don't. i not part of this. I'm a nice guy. He's got a professional frog on draft you. It's like, yeah, he's okay. like, listen, I'm moral. I'm a moral <laughs> guy. I don't think you should kill them. I just think you should chop their legs off and eat them. Or maybe just get a different spokesperson. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess he's supposed to be a nice one in the end. But, um... 
Kermit says, you know what? Meet me in the... Ne- where? What's the next town? And it's a ghost town. He goes, meet me at the ghost town. Which, why does a ghost town have the scientists in it? I don't know. That's it's a unclear. weird... It's like, hey, it's guys, not, we're science. Very, it's very vaguely. It's just like, oh, no, we're just out here doing science, so we won't be bothered. And it's like... Well, okay. we, we do get to meet the scientist, Dr. Bunsen Honeydew, which I did not know his name. Dan had to tell me. Well, and I guess he told us. He does. Uh, and, <laughs> and Beaker. Beaker is my favorite. I love Beaker. I love Beaker and Professor Bunsen or I Dr. Mean, Bunsen. I keep trying to make him a professor. Dr. Bunsen Honeydew. I mean, you wouldn't want to just listen to, to five of minutes of just Beaker going, <laughs> making <laughs> noises. I love him. I would. It's great. Meet someone to tell you what's happening. I love them both. I think they're super fun. Um, and dump Beaker into but I things that electrocute him or whatever. Never remember Bunsen Honeydew. Now I remember Bunsen Honeydew because his head looks like a honeydew. Yes. And Bunsen looks, or and Beaker looks like a beaker. That's what you told You're me. You're very smart, babe. No, that's what You're you told me. You're blowing my mind. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, now I can remember. I only ever remembered Beaker for some reason. Okay, and then, now, let's go back to Doc Hopper. This is the big showdown, right? I d- I'm not in his brain at all. Like, it doesn't make any sense why you would think that this frog would want to be a spokesperson. It just doesn't make any sense. Well, and if he doesn't, that means he has to die. That's the yeah. only logical recourse at this point. <laughs> I mean, but that part is even not as bad because he kills frogs regularly. That's his whole job is killing frogs. It's like, mm-hmm. you should have been like, oh, these are, it would have made more sense if he was killing him the whole time. Like, oh, I want those frogs. Those are the best frog legs in the world. Those would be famous Maybe. frog legs or something. Better than like be our spokesperson. I don't I tell know. you children, just because someone doesn't want to enter into a contract with you does not mean <laughs> you should hunt them down and murder them. It's very true. Well, he has a whole thing about how, you know what? best friends i don't even know what this has to do with anything but he's just like best friends like you want to be so good but you don't even have friends he's like i got friends and it's like you're not my friend max oh no it's like yeah you're she should already know because max like earlier in the movie was like i'm gonna quit and uh, i don't want to help you this is immoral and he's like i'll double your uh salary and he's like Like, i'm back in so so she should already know it's like i'm just here for the money it's so true well then um um instead of anything happening animal blows up becomes giant because of the enlarged pills that yeah. are uh invented by dr dr honeydew yeah dr honeydew they make anything giant mm. i think it was an innuendo joke but dan does not think no. it was so manimal turns giant and scares everyone away i will say that this giant animal disappointed me because i think with all the effects they did for this whole movie where they had Kermit and Fozzie dancing, Kermit riding a bike, all these things that they could do. All they could do is stick animals' head out of a building, like, with a little bit of forced perspective. Like, no, that was not good to me. Like, it was so, I don't know. Maybe to your point, Dan said that maybe they really made a giant animal. That's the only way it's better for me, is if they really made a giant, which I don't even think they did. So, I didn't like it. I don't know, it's fine. I don't know, it's a way to end the movie. Animal turns giant, scares all the bad guys away, and now they're done, I guess. They did make that thing. They did foreshadow that in the um, intermission when mm-hmm. the film broke down. Yeah. Because Animal was mad. He goes, don't worry, you make your big moment later. I was like, oh, big moment or something like that. Okay, well, then they make it to Hollywood somehow. Now they're in Hollywood, obviously. Hollywood. Um, they kill a secretary with pet dander. They don't kill her. They just mm-hmm. cause her to have an allergic reaction. That's a... And somehow... Makes her let them into the Chorus? boss's office. Uh, she's a... I like her. Uh-huh. So I know her because she was on a American Ashley Olsen movie. Okay. The Halloween one. Mm. Uh, Double Double Boy, Toil and Trouble. Obviously, her classic yeah. role. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, she was the <laughs> evil... She was the twin. She was the adult twins. One was trapped in a mirror and okay. good, and the evil one was out of the mirror. The height of her acting ability, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> Listen, I like her. But anyway, they kill her with the pet dander. Okay. Um, and then Mr. Lord makes him rich and famous, which I thought he was going to be a bigger star, but then I think he is a big star. It was Orson Welles. Is that what we decided? We looked mm-hmm. it up. Which I, like the name sounds like a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like I know the name, mm. but I don't know what he did. So okay. I think it was probably a big deal back then, but you know. So then they do a finale, another one of the like um montage songs is just called the magic store i don't know why it's called the magic store but then they 
put together the movie that they're making again the, for the third time. The story in the story. This looks like a play of the story, though, because they're just doing like backdrops and stuff. I don't know. They do the whole movie in props real fast. Yeah. I'm not sure if this is all one song or three different songs, but they do a couple little songs here at the end. Well, they then they do... end with the Rainbow Connection reprise. No. Well, yeah. yeah it's almost so the last So they do thing. the magic store. Then they do the Rainbow Connection reprise, which yes. ends with the rainbow breaking in. And yeah, then but then they there's do... There's a million puppets, including all the Sesame Street puppets for some reason. And then they do a one last little song. What little song? Life's like a movie, Rick, your own ending. Keep believing, keep pretending. I, I don't want to sing the whole song, but they do that. <laughs> I think you should, because I don't remember that at Thanks all. Thanks to the lovers. It's how the movie ends. The dreamers. Right, that's just part of the Rainbow you. Connection I don't know, maybe. I don't know. It's unclear where the songs it's begin in the middle. and end in this part. They, they sing the Rainbow Connection. They just go Connection. straight from one song to another. and then... No, they do the magic store. Uh-huh. Then they, like, talk for a second. Okay. Then they do the Rainbow Connection reprise, okay. which that is in it, but okay. they sing Rainbow Connection before and after it, so okay. that's just part of the reprise. Yeah. They don't sing Rainbow Connection after it. That's how it ends. You just said, the what were the last parts of that? Thanks to the lovers. The lovers, the, the dreamers. dreamers. And you... That is... There's no rainbows in that. That is from the Rainbow Connection, though. Okay. What do you mean? That's how the Rainbow Connection... Okay. That's, that's words from the Rainbow Connection. Okay. I get, but it's a different, I don't know, it's a different tune and A little everything. bit, but that's what it's a reprise. Anyway, weird thing to argue about. So that's kind of the ending until Sweetums crushes through the... Well, no, then we go back yeah. to the to the theater that they're watching the movie that we're watching in. Yeah. And then Sweetums crashes through the screen and says, I found you guys. And that's how the movie ends. Found them. Yeah. So that's the Muppets movie. Yeah. What did you think about it? It's good. I stand by the fact that as a child, I didn't un- recognize most of those people were cameos because I still don't recognize them as an adult, probably because this movie was made in this several several years before I was born. It really, really was. <laughs> About, what, 10 years before I was born? So that's probably why I don't recognize any of these people, except like one or two. Uh, do you think this um, movie has a moral? Uh, I guess the Kermit thing, the friends, you need to live life with friends. Friends and share your talents with other people. To make millions of people happy. That was the trying to be forced at moral. I think the actual moral was, you know, have friends. Choose your family. Mm-hmm. Have a nice chosen family. Who's your favorite character in the movie? Kermit, I guess. Man, I really... Um, the, in this movie, and The other Muppets don't get a lot of time to they do don't. much. Fozzie does, but I don't really... Gonzo has some good parts, but I feel like Kermit's the real... He's the, really the, yeah, he's the main person in this movie. He gets all the good lines. He gets all the good jokes. I think Kermit as well. <laughs> Which one's your favorite song? Mm, moving right along. Oh, really? Okay, good. Yes. Mine's Rainbow Connection, obviously. Okay. So good. Favorite, like, quote from the movie? I like, um, I liked when they walked into the church and Fozzie said, they don't look like Presbyterians. <laughs> don't look like Presbyterians to me. <laughs> and they do that joke twice because <laughs> they did the screenplay of it again. Uh, I, I like uh, I like Big Bird. I'm going to New York to break into public television. <laughs> that was a great line too. <laughs> so, I also okay, like. Good uh, luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also. What was the other one I liked though? I still like the. Uh, could we read it in the screenplay? That was a great. <laughs> that was a great little ending like, there. Fozzie, turn left at the fork in the road, and then there's oh, just yeah, a giant, a... literal three pronged fork in the road. <laughs> <And> like <laughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> Why is that there? Oh, that's a good one because it's a joke, babe. <laughs> I know it's a joke. <laughs> Uh, yeah, those are all good good quotes. Okay. Well, now we like to just do a little trivia. Some little known facts that you probably didn't know. Mm. Um, first, did you know that Jim Henson was determined to use the larger budget of a film of a feature film to push the technological limits and capabilities of puppetry? One of the most difficult feats? Mm-hmm. Which one was it? Um, the bicycle. Yeah, Kermit riding a bike. They were like, we're doing it. It's happening. We're doing it. They did it. Oh, here you go. Now we can find out how they did that. Jim Henson spent an entire day in a 50-gallon steel drum submerged in a pond for the opening scenes of Kermit the Frog in the Swamp. So he was literally just like in a metal steel drum, Mm-mm. just in the thing under that log. That sounds terrible. That does sound terrible. Good job, Jim, H- Jim Henson, I guess. that's some. It looked real because it was real, babe. Mm-hmm. Good job. See? Ah, oh, it's crazy. 
Another trivia. This was the other thing I said, special effects wise. It was just a, a puppet. It's just the normal animal puppet in a miniature set. Oh, okay. Which it makes it extra lame. So if it's just a miniature, it's just him. Just use him. Force perspective existed. Could have done his whole body. I'm disappointed in that one. Oh, okay. So at the end of the, at the end of the movie, there's a in loving memory of Edgar Bergen. Uh huh. Right, and we were like, we don't know who that is. Um, it was the it was the uh, ventriloquist. <laughs> Okay. The guy said, I hate it now. I feel bad. Mm. <laughs> he said that he was the uh, Jim Henson, um, basically like influenced his interest on, in, in puppetry. Oh. He's, he watched him as like a kid. So that's why he won wait, was what? in the movie. Like, because he watched the ventriloquist, like, do ventriloquist. So wait, that ventriloquist was younger than Jim Henson? Yeah. <laughs> no, older. What do you mean? He died. He, he said- died. He influenced, no, Wait, are you Jim saying Henson. Jim Henson was influenced by him? Yes, yes. Okay, that's not what you said. Well, that's what I meant. Okay, that sounds more correct. Um, yep, babe. The guy you insulted, if not for him, there would be no Muppets. <laughs> I still hate ventriloquist dummies. I don't even care. That's what they're called, dummies. The ventriloquist dummies are the worst. Okay, the illusion of Fozzie driving the Studebaker was achieved by having a little person drive the car via remote control from the trunk. Using a television monitor to guide his steering. The puppeteers would lie on the seat or floor and not see a thing. The first time they tested it, the television monitor went on the blink and the driver had to be talked through the scene by an assistant director on a walkie-talkie. A little to the right. Oh, no, no, go to the left. I think that's what you're going to say. We're super just going to wait until the thing works. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like, no, you're rear to the left, rear to the right. All right, straight. Yeah, you got it. That's a lot of work to do for something that doesn't really... That's the only way they could do it. Okay. How else are you going to do it? How are you making a remote control car that you have to be in the trunk for? Can you at least be in like the... Where the cameramen are or something? Hmm? Like they made it to be a remote control car, basically. Yeah. But he was controlling it from the trunk. Mm-hmm. Weird. That's a lot... That's dangerous. Mm-hmm. That whole thing is dangerous. I just... Again, this is the thing about not having... The ability to do CG, right? Because now we just pull that car and then edit yeah. out the car that's yeah. pulling it. Now they just put in a These green guys, screen behind dangerous. the car and just say, yeah. the car's moving. But it looks so cool. Oh my goodness. So it um, looks so good because it is real. I like it. The, the car thing is just so baffling to me. It's like, the, didn't the car scenes look so nice? It was terrible. It was a nightmare to film. Every When all six of them were in the car, they all needed at least one or two puppets. Puppeteers, I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like when all six of them are in the car. Oh, yeah. You don't need that to be driving on the roads, guys. They hadn't figured out, like, fake driving yet by 1979. They don't have green screens and stuff to just be like, here, we'll just have a stationary car. They did, because that's how they did the Kermit and Fozzie. They used blue screens. Oh. So they must have had that. Oh. You want to know another fun fact? Sure. In the last scene... Because mm-hmm. there were so many puppets used, they had to bring in like extra puppeteers. So like, even though Frank Oz usually plays like three of the puppets, uh-huh. well, he was Miss Piggy mm-hmm. in the final scene. And so John Landis um, took over Grover and Tim Burton. Grover took... was there? Yeah. No, I told you all the Sesame Street people were there. That's why okay. I said it was so weird. Grover is actually the one I noticed first. I was like, mm-hmm. why is Grover there? I was like, wait, oh, wait, the, the end, whole. The end or the end end? The variant. The one where they have the rainbow connection. Okay, not, and not all... when they're back in the theater? No, no, no. Okay. No, they could just have their people there. But okay. the one where there was like a hundred of them, uh-huh. they all had a puppeteer with You're them. Right. I thought they just kind of stuck them all together. I guess not. No, they all had a puppeteer, and one of them was Tim Burton. It's just like a yeah, a a pile of people underneath all of them. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of that, it was two hundred and fifty Muppet characters in that final scene. Mm. Every Muppet that had been created up to that time. Mm-hmm. Oh, so two hundred and fifty puppets, but only one hundred and thirty-seven puppeteers were enlisted from the Puppeteers of America, along with all the regular Muppet performers. So was Tim Burton um, part of the Puppets of America group? I don't know. Maybe. He did it all in one day, though. In a six-foot-deep, 17-foot-wide pit. (laughs) (laughs) Into the Muppet bitch. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. Okay, everyone just almost... It says almost every puppeteer west of the Rocky Mountains had to come in for this pit duty. (laughs) What's involved in being a puppeteer? I feel like you could just, is it really necessary? Or you can be like, hey, Jeff, all right, here's what you do. You put your hand in the puppet, 
And when it's talking, you move your hand with the hand talking. It's not like you're going to be a hundred feet away. No one's going to tell. So just vaguely match it up with the song. Okay? But honestly, it is a little bit harder because like I always make the mistake if I'm ever puppeteering, you know, like mm-hmm. for like little kids and stuff. I always do it opposite and have to remind myself like because I always like want to close my hands when I should mm-hmm. open it. Okay. So it's like not... Sorry. I'm not saying there's no skill involved. I'm saying, like, professionals, yeah, but it's like, hey, like, you're 100 feet away, you can barely see, I don't yeah. know, <laughs> chicken true. number five or pig three. Listen. It's like, is it easier <laughs> to get... Big birds there, okay? Is we it easier to fly in 500 puppeteers or just get, like, okay, you eight people. We're just going to show you how puppeting works. Well, this was not how the Muppets actually found each other because they're not real. Um, uh, what? The, mo- <laughs> the movie is supposed to be like an allegory of Jim Henson's actual journey. Okay. So he probably found his own friends on his he journey. He from Florida? Too. He wasn't in Florida. Yeah, they're they? starting the Florida Everglades. So, does it say that? Mm-hmm. I just thought it was, I don't know. I guess it's in the screenplay. Sense. Good point. Zoom Good in point. on Kermit in the Florida Everglades. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Good. In case you didn't know, Big Bird saying that meant it was a reference to Sesame Street. What? <laughs> I don't know if you knew that one. What is Sesame Street? Who owns that now? Is it still HBO? Has that been canceled? Oh, okay. So one of the weird songs of the movie, I'm going back there someday. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it was Jim Henson's favorite song that they ever did. Okay. And Gonzo's performer, uh-huh. uh, David Golds, performed it at Henson's memorial service. Okay. Oh. I mean, it's a nice song. I just don't know why it's in the Muppet movie. It's not a song you're like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to put that on my road trip list. I hope something better comes along. Mm-hmm. It's a rare duet because... Because it's between Frank Oz and himself. <laughs> Jim Henson and himself. <laughs> Jim Henson and himself. <laughs> um, so Kermit had to be operated with one hand and Ralph requires two. This is so weird. Like, let someone else puppet it for the movie. Like, he had to be in both. I don't know. He did. That's what I'm saying. He, he um, no, he, pro- oh my gosh, this is even more complicated. He was both their mouths. Uh-huh. And let someone else be Ralph's hands. Okay. Because usually he, he is one of those hand puppets, like uh-huh. Ernie. Right. Where you need two, you, you have to have three hands to do him anyway, because two right, in the actual hands. And yeah, and one in the mouth. Right. Um, so yeah, oh, interesting. Tenth highest grossing film of 1979. What? Yeah. Tenth. Tenth? That doesn't sound great. The best. I mean, there's more than ten movies came out that year. Hundreds of movies came out. Tenth was pretty good for a children's movie about puppets. I suppose. I don't know how hot Disney movies were in the 70s. What else was out that year? Mm, Look it up. What did it lose to? Well, number one was Superman. Mm. So that's fair. Okay. Uh, Then the Amityville Horror. Okay, so it was a hot year. All right, all right. Rocky 2. Okay, all right. (laughs) No, 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 I'm still going. (laughs) Star Trek The Motion Picture, so the first Star Trek movie. Apocalypse Now. Oh, this one says it's it was the sixth highest grossing. Oh, okay. So, sixth or tenth, who knows? Sixth or tenth. It may or may (laughs) not have beat Alien. Okay. All right. So 1979 was a poppin' year. I take it back. I was like, what? Like how many movies? It's like, okay. So all the movies came out in 1979. They all did. Okay. Got it. Just all of them. I don't know. Oh, I don't know if you realize that Doc Hopper was a parody of um, Colonel Sanders. What? (laughs) So the guy who plays Max, his name is Austin Pendleton. Okay. He didn't want to do it because it was just a weird sidekick. Uh Uh-huh character so he's like no that's a weird role i don't want to be in this weird movie with this like barely anything to do so they wrote him extra stuff to do and made him like nicer (laughs) (laughs) just so this guy would do the movie okay because they really wanted him to be max that real (laughs) memorable character jim henson wanted doc copper to be redeemed at the end but frank oz said no no we're not gonna do that (laughs) i don't know why Okay, so I remember when Gonzo says he wants to go to Bombay slash Mumbai. It's now uh-huh. Mumbai. was Bombay back then. All right. Um, and they were like, idiot, don't go there to become a movie star. Go to Hollywood with us. Well, Bollywood, which is there, mm-hmm. makes many more movies than yeah. America ever You've does. You've seen RRR? It's crazy. We've been missing out, babe. But Jim Henson didn't realize it, so he thought okay. it was funny to say, like, oh, Mumbai, no one's making things in Bombay. That's you so had dumb. the whole world to pick from. <laughs> you thought <laughs> you that would the be the one least other likely, place yeah. people make movies. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here's a good last one. It also goes back to the first trivia, which is the part about the swamp stuff. So the swamp 
scene wasn't filmed like in a swamp, <laughs> which I kind of thought it was. It was actually um, filmed in the man-made lagoon from Gilligan's Island. Mm. It's on the back lot of the CBS studio. Um, it was built in 1964. It was four feet at its deepest point. The large swamp set included real trees shipped in from the bayous of Georgia. See, I thought it was in Georgia. That's why. The trees really threw me off. So isn't that crazy? You, Same are, you, are you attesting that you know the subtle differences between the plant life in Georgia and Florida? No, that was a joke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I did think it was Georgia, but I didn't have a good reason. And so I'm going to pretend that was my good reason. If you but, look here, this is a, yeah, a Georgia. Pond, and that's only in Georgia. But that's interesting <laughs> that it was from the Gilligan's Island Lagoon. I'm sure they use it for other things too. Well, overall, good movie. Thanks for finally making me watch it. Yep. We definitely recommend it for you to watch with your kids still, who will not understand the references. Still mostly holds up, except you'll the references. know who most of the celebrity cameos are. Watch it with grandparents <laughs> and they'll be able to point out all of the celebrities or don't watch it with grandparents so you don't have to listen to all of the <laughs> celebrity cameos. But as two millennials, we say we got like three of them. So um, still a great movie though. Rainbow Connection, such a good song. Okay, guys, well, we'll be back next week with another Disney movie and lots of news from D23 and Disney Plus Day, I'm sure. Um, but until then, have a magical week. Bye. Bye. Second star, second podcast to the right, and straight on till next Tuesday. That's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Fine. That's fine. Oh, we should just do the put podcast in a Mm. quote from the movie. Okay. They don't look like podcasters to me. Good. That's why I didn't want to do it anymore. Because then you're like, damn, you have a bit. uh, I was like, no, I have a bit for this one. You come up with one.